0: What's up, everybody? Welcome in to A to Z Sports Picks. Brian and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, my man, looking sharp as always, buddy. How we doing?
1: What's going on, Alan? Ready to roll, brother.
0: There we go, man. Everybody, welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Al Abel of CBS Sportsline alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New users, download that BetMGM app right now. I'm telling you, do it. Use promo code A to Z 200, A T O Z 200. You put a $10 money line wager on any NBA team tonight. When they hit one three pointer, right? Just one. That's all you need. You win $200. It's BetMGM, the king of sports books. Make sure to download that app now. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800 889 9789. All right, Brian. So, Jumping right into it. All right. So we've had first, I gotta say, this NBA playoff has been fantastic so far. I have loved it. It's it's awesome. Uh and we got three just badass games tonight and really great games all weekend. So let me kind of run through the the what we have on the board so far. Then we're gonna break down, you know, everything we see in it, our favorite bets, best bets, everything you name it. All right. So tonight we've got the Heat at the Hawks. Heat are a one and a half point favorite, total two twenty-one and a half we got the Bucs at the Bulls. Bucks are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, total 222-and-a-half. And, and then we have the Suns at the Pelicans. A Suns a two-point favorite, total of 216. On Saturday, four games. 76ers at Raptors, 76ers three-point favorite. Mavs at Jazz, Jazz are a five-point favorite. Celtics at Nets, Nets are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And Grizzlies at Timberwolves, Grizz are a three-point favorite. Okay, so... That being said, and then Sunday we'll have, I believe, what, four games as well, but we we don't have spreads on those just yet. So, Brian, I say all that to say this. What are we looking at tonight, man? What do you like? What are your bets? Break down the games. What do you see?
1: All right. At the risk of being called a homer, I love my Hawks tonight. They've won five in a row, both straight up and against the spread at home, winning four of those by double-digit margins. Since January 17th, they are 20-3 and three straight up. Uh, At home, including wins over basically all the big boys, beat Milwaukee by seven at home, beat Miami by two, beat the Celtics by 16, the Suns by nine, the Raptors by 27, the Grizzlies by 15, the Warriors by 11, and Brooklyn by seven. Um, They have played extremely well at home. Obviously, like I said, 20 and three straight up. And I think back at home, they are going to be making more shots. Uh, I think the home crowd will help them and I think the Hawks uh went out right. I'm also going to go with the over um and the reason why is in Atlanta's last nine home games um eight of them have had 225 combined points minimum. Um now the number uh 221 and a half. So if, if you bought the half point from 221 and a half to 221 um you would have gotten a push on one of these last nine results at home so i'm going to i'm going to read off the uh combined scores atlantas last nine home games they are 235 uh 221 being the lowest 237 238 231 229 225 235 and 259 so seven of them um i'm sorry six of them have gotten uh to at least 231 Um, And I'm going to go over. And then also, I'm just going to trust Phoenix. Obviously, you lose Booker, who's probably going to be first-team All-NBA. No bueno on that. 26.8 points per game, uh, 5.6 rebounds, 4.8 assists, 1.1 steals. Big loss. But um, they went stretches without him and Chris Paul this year. And I'm just going to trust Phoenix uh, to get it done they are uh for the season 32 and 9 straight up 25 and 16 against the spread on the road whereas the pelicans at home 20 and 22 straight up 21 19 and 1 against the spread and very important scott foster is not in this game uh chris paul teams have lost 14 in a row in the playoffs when chris when uh, scott foster refs and he was on the whistle in game 2 which is nonsense tighten up nba office what is that um, so anyway, I'm going to trust Phoenix, so Phoenix, Atlanta and Atlanta, Miami over.
0: Yeah. How, how is this Scott Foster thing still a thing, right? Like, you know, it's one thing when it's three games, five games, seven games, you're starting to push it. We're at yeah. 14 now. Like, yeah. And
1: I'm
0: sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like that. That's a thing, right? Like it, It. it, it I don't know. Like, I, I don't know the answer to it, but it, it, something's got to come. Something's got to give here. I know
1: the answer. Don't give Scott Foster a Chris Paul a game. Of the playoffs. Yeah. It's, real, it's not very complicated. I mean, yeah. uh, especially I with sports betting being legalized. Why draw the public to that factoid? And I know that, you know, uh, Paul and Harden were on the same team together for a, a good bit of that. Sure. half of those 14 games, maybe, but, um, It's continued for Harden as well. Harden's playoff games are on a similar run. I don't think it's quite as bad as Chris Paul's, but um, it is similar.
0: That's crazy. All right, so numbers here from BetMGM in terms of the games tonight. All right, so uh, 78% of the spread bets are on the Heat at one and a half. 79% of the money is on the spread on the Heat at one and a half. In terms of the total... At uh, what, 221 and a half, 56% of the bets are on the over, and 53% of the money is on the under uh, in the Heat and Hawks game. You look at the uh, Bucks and Bulls, uh, 77% of the bets are on the Bucks. 75% of the money is on the Bucks spread. Uh, in terms of the total, 57% is on the over. 61% of the money is on the under. So that's two that we've seen where there's a little bit of a split there. And then Suns at Pelicans, 80% of the bets are on the Suns minus one. Oh, and a half.
1: No, I hate hearing that.
0: 80%, my man. Right. Uh and 78% of the money is on the Suns with the spread. Uh 56% is on the under 216 and a half. And 88% of the money is on the under 216 and a half on that. I'll tell you. So with these three games tonight, all right, so first off, you know what? I'm going with the heat because I think everyone's going to go with the Hawks. I'm going to roll with it. One and a half. I'll take it. Uh, Yeah, a- 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 and go. All right, so the next two, I'm taking the over 216, uh, Suns and Pelicans. Suns, 81.8% to the over after playing three straight home games. And it sounds like a weird stat, because it is, but you look at it like this is out of 11 games this year. It's not like, you know, one or two. Like, this has consistently happened over and over and over. Not to mention, I think the loss of Devin Booker uh, might actually help the Pelicans in terms of their scoring. Pelicans are averaging 115.7 points per game in their last four at home, so I'm going to take the over on that. I'm also going to take the over in the Bucks and the Bulls uh, look, the Bucks are 80% to the over in its last five playoff games when the series is tied. Now, losing Chris Middleton, of course, that hurts, man. He'll be out for the next three to four weeks. Uh, Devin Booker looking next two to three weeks uh, with his knee. And the Bulls, 72.7% to the <clears throat> over at home when totals are 220 or more. So, again, I know that these stats are a little bit wild. I had to dig in terms of finding these. However, they've kind of held up. And that's what I was looking for. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the over uh, in both of those games. And I'll run with the Heat uh, minus one and a half the low number. What do you got?
1: I was just going to say um, the Middleton absence, I think, is a wash in terms of over-unders because he's probably their best, you know, defender, perimeter defender. And so, yeah, you're going to miss Middleton's 20.1 points per game average, but you're also going to miss his defense. So I I don't think that Middleton's absence is is good or bad for over-under. I think it's a wash. Yeah, I way. agree with you now. All right.
0: So real quick now. OK, so I know that you're on the Hawks, but theoretically, before we move out of this section of the NBA, all right, I do want to ask you this. All right. So the Hawks are down 2-0. All right. If they lose tonight and they're down 3-0, playing at home again on what, Sunday? They play on Sunday, correct? I think so. Yeah. OK, so just theoretically just saying if they're right. down 3-0 and we don't have a spread or anything like that, but. Right. Historically, like, what are your thoughts on teams that are down 03 in a series?
1: Oh, I mean, many of them are, are thinking Cancun at that point. <laughs> um, going LeBron I, uh, banana boat. Right. But, um, you know, I I would, I would, well, first of all, obviously, I hope that we don't have that scenario. But B, I, I think the Hawks have a lot of pride. I, I think they would still come to play uh, in game four in terms of speculating on a line. Uh, you, it depends on how much the heat, you know, said Atlanta convincingly tonight and, and, you know, Trey continued to, well, I mean, he didn't struggle that bad or he struggled in the second half of the game too. He was pretty good in the first half, but, um, I think Trey's going to have a monster night tonight. And, uh, but anywho, I, I would think that let's say Miami wins by six. Eight, uh, I think there, there would be a little bit of an uptick and them being favored in game four. I think we'll probably go from one and a half to three ish. Maybe maybe three and a half, um, yeah. Oh, and there's still the Capella factor. Uh, he's definitely out tonight. I don't, I don't. I, I think they're maybe hoping he could play Game Five at Miami if we get that far. Uh, I think that sounds like the the goal. So uh, we should be see. A nice.
0: Yeah, his injury hurts like that. Like, when We talk. Yeah, we talk about the Suns and the Bucks. I mean, losing Capella for the Hawks, man, yeah. that's a big one. All right, real quick before we jump out of the NBA, let's play. Uh, let's play a quick game. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to like read these. you two. Yeah, I'm going I'm to read you two bets. All right. Tell me which one you like more. Trey Young over two and a half three-pointers at minus 150. Okay. Or Trey Young. Let me find it. Trey Young over 27 and a half points at minus 135. Oh. I'm gonna go that two and a half threes, man. is so yeah, attractive. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's why the minus one fifty price is on there. Um, yeah, I, I think they're both gonna go over. To be honest, but I'll say the points just to have a smaller price. Uh, but I think they're both gonna go over.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of think so too. I mean, especially like with what we see with Trey. You know, uh, what did he have? Eight points. I think the last game. So like, he, he's, he's uh, yeah, that
1: was he's a, low in game one, and then I, yeah, I want to say it. he had twenty. Three 24. The other night. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, because I had the over 30 and a half. He had 24 in game. Yeah, game one, eight game two. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So, anyways, no, no, no. I, I think vice he's versa.
1: Due. vice versa. Game one, vice versa. Okay, yes, right.
0: Yeah, I think he's due. Like, I, I really do. Like, he, he's gonna go off in one of these games. Like, it's yeah. going to happen. Um, so yeah, all right, I'm with you on that. Okay, so let's jump in to uh, baseball really quickly. We'll get back to some NBA because we got some parlays and stuff coming up. Uh, but taking a look here. All right. You know, normally I always put in a bet on Tennessee, um, you know, against, you know, whoever they're playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, opening it up. Hey, and I'll tell you this, we talked last weekend about Tennessee and Alabama being wild as hell. And it was wild as hell. And speaking of that, Tennessee's baseball coach is suspended (laughs) for tonight's game against Florida. So yeah, there you go. Um, this one is brutal, man, because there's no head coach manager for Tennessee, which I don't think that that matters too terribly much. Florida just lost their ace, which is brutal, man. But they're just going to move their, you know, pitching rotation up. Uh, on the road, it it, it frightens me. I, I don't want to take anything on a money line. I, I would take the over uh, 10 or nothing. Um, But it's not a best bet. Let me say that. Like, this game could get weird. Uh, Florida's not having the season that they normally have, but they're still a good team. And when I say a a normal season for Florida baseball, that's ranked in, like, top three. You know what I mean? So, like, it's tough. Um, I think I would take the over or nothing. I I don't think that I would mess with the money line uh, either way. Now, I will say this. Uh, I'm gonna roll with two money line favorites here. Small favorites. Uh, Mets minus 125. Cardinals minus 125. I think you're gonna see both, uh, especially the Cardinals uh, in, in a you know bounce back situation here. And then you look at the Mets. I mean, these dudes have just been putting up runs left and right like crazy. So yeah, give me the Cardinals. Give me the Mets. I'll take both of those on the money line. All right. So jumping out of baseball, jumping into the USFL. Did you catch it in this last weekend, Brian?
1: I did catch a little a little bit. Um, not enough to uh, feel like I've got a, a, any plays, though.
0: Yeah. So, if for anybody who, who may not have paid attention, um, you know, in terms of the games or betting them, so they were pretty much all, like, two-and-a-half-point spreads, roughly. We had one that was five. Um, and then all of the totals were generally around 42-and-a-half. All right? favorites with the three totals and fair? One? Yeah. Uh, uh, favorites went three and one against the spread unders went three and one. So what we're seeing this week, and I'll, I'll read them to you really quickly. We've got one game tonight, two games on Saturday, one game on Sunday. So we've got the Panthers at the generals. Generals are a one point favorite total 41. That's tonight. Saturday. We've got the Maulers at the stars. The stars are a six point favorite, a total of 36. They dropped this down to 36. All right, the Birmingham Stallions, uh, uh, the second game on Saturday, three-point favorite, uh, a total of 41. And then Sunday, the Breakers at the Bandits, Bandits two-and-a-half-point favorite, a total of 40-and-a-half. So I'm going to say this. If you want to just kind of play the odds, you might – I'm not even going to say take the 36 out of it, but do what you do. I think the first two to three weeks playing the unders is going to come out ahead. Right. Like, I, I just think that it's going to because they're going to get their offenses together. But what we saw in week one were teams that weren't afraid to make moves at quarterback. I think we saw three teams that made a move at some point and kickers are horrific. Horrific cannot make feel it's bad. It's bad. I mean, it's kind of like the NFL. Like, you either have a kicker, you don't you either have a lawyer or you don't. Right. Like, right. It, it's tough, man. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, If you're looking at it, you know, just somewhat of a strategy there, Uh, the unders probably for this week, next week uh, will probably be your best friend. Look, I'm going to go tonight. Panthers plus one. All right. Saturday, we're going to go. I'm going to go with the Maulers plus six. All right. These games were tight. They weren't always pretty, but they were tight. I'm going to go with the Maulers plus six. All right. I'm I'm not going to mess with the 36 on the total uh the birmingham stallions minus 3 at the, at the i say at the gamblers all these games are in birmingham right so i'm going to go the with the stallions season,
1: huh? the whole season
0: yep whole season yeah huh. which is is wild because if you look at it you know the stallions you know birmingham's team like they had like 22,000 people right i saw that but then the other games were like nobody was there right nobody cuz it's like why right. would you care like it's not your right. team you know what i mean so it's funny that like <laughs> Birmingham actually is the only team that has a home field advantage and they have it every single week because every game's played there. So technically this is a road game, but everybody there is pulling for them. Right? So yeah, I'm going to go the stallions minus three tonight. uh, And then Sunday I'll go new Orleans, the breakers plus two and a half. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take that plus two and a half, take that insurance there. But yeah, if you want to look at the unders it's something to pay attention to through this weekend, just kind of jot down some notes of what you see what you see in terms of the spreads what you see in terms of the the totals uh cuz the points will go up but it might take another week or two to uh to get there all right so, hey, hey what you have to say about the yeah. New Orleans
1: breakers if you if and I, this might have been before your time but um if you had if the breakers make the old you know back in you know back in the day the first go around is there one player the the breakers make you think of
0: hmm reggie white
1: You talking about back in the day or now? No, no, no. Back then. I don't know if he played for them. If he did, that's a great answer. Who did Um, he
0: play for? I know he played the USF. I can't remember what he did.
1: Maybe you might have just nailed it. I was going to say Marcus Dupree. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh, yeah. The the best that never was, Marcus Dupree. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. Dude, I forgot that he played for them. You're right. Uh, Dude, that was a great side note. That was a great 30 for 30. Yeah, it was. You know, that was before my time. But, like, he was a... uh, he dude, was he was a man. monster. Dude, yep. that guy that guy was a monster. All right, so uh, my apologies. Yeah, Reggie White played for the Memphis Showboats, which. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Their logo? Oh, dude, that's a money logo, man. It's fantastic. All right, jumping into uh, the UFC. Okay, so, Brian, so we have UFC fight night tomorrow night. All right, break down the card for us. Who do we have, you know, kind of main event? What fights are you looking at? What best bets are you looking at? What do you got?
1: Okay, the main event is a women's strawweight uh, matchup between the former champ Jessica Andrade and Amanda Limos. Andrade is a favorite in the minus two hundred range. I think she probably wins, but it's a little too pricey uh, for me. Uh, the co-main Clay, the Carpenter Guida, uh, one of the most popular uh, <laughs> guys and longest-tenured guys in the organization. He's on the last fight of his contract. He's two and one in his last three. He's facing Claudio Puelles, who is a 26-year-old, uh, you know, up-and-comer. Um, and it's basically a pick-em, minus 110 or minus 115, either way. Um, you know, my heart's with Guida, but I, I just, I can't pull the trigger on him uh, just because the guy's got, uh, you know, the, guy, the guy's younger and um, got a big height advantage. So I'm going to stay away from that one. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to a heavyweight fight. Alexander uh, Romanov, who's undefeated 15-0 and 0, uh, overall, and 4-0 um, and 0 in the UFC. He's facing Chase Sherman out of Biloxi, Mississippi. So Sherman got released last week because he had lost three in a row. Well, two days after he got released, um, the opponent for Romanov got injured. So the UFC came back to Sherman and they said, we'll double your salary, we'll give you a four-fight contract. We will not cut you regardless of the result on this fight that he's taken on like four or five days of notice. And you'll definitely get a second fight. I mean, he's got a four-fight contract, but they can release you at any time. So yeah. he's definitely gonna be get- the best oh, release ever, though. Right. Oh, yeah, it worked out. He doubled, they doubled his uh salary, so he's loving it. But um, anyhow. Sherman's a tough dude, and the over-under on one and a half rounds is heavily shaded uh, to the under at like a minus 300 price. So if you want over one and a half rounds, you can get it in the minus two, or I'm sorry, the plus 230 to plus 240 range. I'm going to go over, and here's why. So Romanoff, um, since he's been in the UFC, he's had four fights in the UFC, Over one and a half is three and one. He has faced tougher competition. He has not been, you know, just blowing through them like he was. In the regional circuit, he had 10 first round finishes. But in four UFC fights, only once did his uh, four fights not make it to midway through the second. Sherman has only been finished in the first round twice in 11 uh, UFC bouts. So he has gotten to... Round, halfway through round two um, in nine of his 11 UFC fights. So I'm going to go over one and a half for around a plus 230 return on Sherman versus Romanoff, and that is the only pick that I have. <laughs> I like it.
0: Yeah, uh, when do we have our next like big like UFC? Glad fight? you asked. Glad yeah.
1: you asked. All right, so that will be Charles Oliveira, who beat uh, Poirier in that great fight. Uh, by second-round submission not too far back against my favorite fighter, Justin Gaethje, who's never been in a boring fight. That's for the lightweight title. That is in Phoenix on May 7th. And for the co-main event, we've got Rose Damaunis, the women's strawweight champ, against the former strawweight champ. Thug Rose. You're right. Thug Rose against Carla Esparza. And then in what might be both guys' retirement fights, we got Cowboy Cerrone against Joe Lozon. And we got Michael Chandler against Tony Ferguson. And we got an old legend, Shogun Hua versus OSP. So, good card. Oliveira is like a minus 160 favorite. Gates you around plus 130.
0: Man, that's nice. Chandler, national guy. Uh, is uh, Vince Sabro, is
1: he on that fight card as well? Yeah, he's a, he played football for the Balls. yeah. OSP yeah. Uh, fights Shogun Hua uh, nice. on the main card. Yep. You said that's May 7th? May seventh. So what? Nine. We have two two weeks from tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So that's that's a week. What is that? A week after the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, dude. That's that's legit, man. That's a great card, man. I can't yeah, wait. I'm for
1: excited it. for that one for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. So our final segment of the show. We always end it with this best parlay that you got. All right. I'll go first because I just made you talk like for night. <laughs> so three legs. Okay. Plus four seventy seven. All tonight. Cardinals money line, Mets money line, Bucks money line. That's it.
1: Let it rip. Two MLB, one NBA. Let it rip. You hit this one. You hit yours last Friday, the last two Fridays, didn't you? Yep. Not a boy. All right, mine is plus four thirty four and eighty seven cents. Risking one hundred, win four thirty four eighty seven. Let's go Phoenix uh, minus one forty money line. You you actually might be able to find it at a better price than minus one forty. Atlanta, plus one. Maybe you have a, can get plus one and a half. And, um, oh, Brooklyn, minus 160 tomorrow. Um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are not going to go one of 20 combined from the field in the second half. And they really blew that game, uh, too, because they had such great production from uh, Drogic had 18. Brown had 23. And, um, oh, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, oh, oh uh, Seth Curry had 16. and. Kyrie and KD just both lay eggs. They were horrible. I think they win this one. I don't want to lay three and a half, but I, I'll go minus one sixty on Brooklyn, and that's the last leg. So if we hit the first two, you could maybe come back with some Boston plus three and a half if you want to do that. Yeah, that's um, a smart.
0: That's a smart play. Yeah, leaving yourself open for the heads there just in case, you know. Uh, and but I'm with you, man. Like they, they've got to show out. That, that being said, though, like I feel like they've thrown everything. At the Celtics. And the Celtics just keep winning. Like, they just keep finding ways to win. Like, it's not pretty, but they keep finding ways to do it. You know what I mean? So, I'm with you. But,
1: I'm, yeah. but I just think that Katie and Kyrie can't play that badly. No. you are back at home. And, and, look, Brooklyn can just outscore teams. You know, Boston can play great, but Brooklyn can outscore teams when those guys are flowing. And neither one of them was in a rhythm the it, other night, and that was –
0: Unfortunately yeah. for them,
1: I love it. I love their demise.
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm you're here. right. Because, I mean, the, the previous game, <laughs> what you're saying, like both of them were just, you know, donkey there in the mm-hmm. second half. But even in the first game, like Boston hasn't gotten the onslaught of both of them. You know what I mean? Like, like Kyrie went maybe off. He wasn't
1: very good in game one. I
0: mean, he was okay. That's what I'm not. Yeah. Like if, if, if when both of those dudes are on. Yeah, they're tough. Good luck. Yeah. What are you going to do? Know. Because right. usually there's a third because you change up your defensive set and then that's when Seth Curry starts going, right? Like yeah, I'm fascinated to see it, man. I'm with you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. You are the best in the game. Let's hit some tickets tonight, man. Let's cash these. We got three great uh NBA games. We got MLB games. We've got UFC tomorrow fired up for it, man. We got the NFL draft next week. Oh, like, yeah. Up. Yeah, fired up for that. We're going to figure that out in terms of getting those bets in. Uh, I don't know if we'll have a show. Maybe we do it on Thursday. We'll figure it out and, and put it out there. But, yeah, everybody, thank you so much. Seriously, really do appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Good luck, everybody.